You know, this is a big issue, this whole thing with the New York Times and what happened, what they did. I can tell you that without even checking with my bosses, so I don't even I don't even need to ask them because I can say with 100 percent certainty that if I got an explosive story, let's just say on the prime minister, I don't have one. But if I did, I might have other things tucked away. But if I had an explosive story about the prime minister and the source was top notch, lots of credibility, reputation was known. I would not be able to get that story on air or online unless under these anonymous sources that I had it backed up by at least two other sources. It just wouldn't happen. And if it did, it would have to be, and I think at any news, it would have to be backed up by a supporting piece on the decision and why it's important to run the piece. And it can be really frustrating if you've got a story and you want to get it run, but they have to be foolproof. They have to be backed up because it's... When it's wrong, it's a nightmare. So I think, you know, getting it right is what we aim to do and should aim to do. It's better than getting the exclusive these days. Just be right. So this New York Times piece has opened up a real Pandora's box for, you know, a business that's already struggling, not just to survive, but maintain your trust and and has been under fire now for a while because of fake news. You know, that little Trumpian phrase. So... For one of the, if not the biggest and most influential newspapers to run an explosive hit against a sitting president without any explanation. And apparently now we're hearing it wasn't even the newsroom that did it. It was just an editorial. Just right. Like, don't they talk? Here's what we're going to do here. Like the lawyers must be just going through a nightmare today. But nonetheless, you got to put your hate for Trump aside. Because today it's him. And tomorrow it will be you, because if we allow people to hide behind anonymous stories, you know, tomorrow it'll be everyone under attack by these unknown names. And it'll just be your word against someone's. And guess who loses? So I don't look at this as a coup. You know, the New York Times has essentially given license to attack and hide behind computer. And, of course, in a week where Bob Woodward releases his explosive book with a lot of the information that we're now seeing in this hit, it just really questions, what did we learn? This is already all known. But it does play into Trump's narrative that the media can't be trusted. I want to bring in Lawrence Martin to this conversation. He is a Washington-based public affairs columnist from The Globe and the Mail. He wrote a terrific article on why The Globe and Mail was wrong. And he joins me now. Lawrence, you wrote a terrific article that uh, I tell and urge everyone to read in the Globe and Mail, um, and I think we'll be probably having a bigger discussion on this in the in the days and weeks to come. But you're pretty critical of the New York Times, saying that they were offside. Why? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was disappointing. I mean, the New York Times is, uh, in my view, the the greatest uh, newspaper uh, in the world, and to to see them uh, lowering their standards uh, to uh, run a, an anonymous. Uh, article on taking up half their op-ed page from a a senior White House official, an article that really didn't contain much that was very newsworthy at all, um, was was precedent-breaking and sets a bad precedent. uh, And, you know, it also also was an article that which they could have run on the news uh, pages, you know, Mm -hmm. the guy guy comes and has something to say and 
and they say, well, okay, well, that's that's interesting. Why don't you take it to our news department, and uh, they will check it out and uh, run a run a news story on what you have to say if it uh, if it pans out. Uh, they didn't have to go to this extreme at all. No, and in fact, I, I agree with you that it tends to feed into what Mr. Trump has been doing, which is criticizing the media, calling for you know fake news, and um, really kind of throwing the media under the bus. But this just feeds into that because again. They didn't support it with any reasoning as to why it was so important to run under anonymous. Yeah, you know, when when you start running articles by anonymous sources criticizing uh, the president, uh, you can you, you you fall into the the trap of uh, being criticized for fake news because uh, you know when when you or I or anybody uh, can operate under the cloak of yeah. anonymity we know we can get away with stuff we wouldn't normally say, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, we might be putting a little bit of fake stuff out there. Well, indeed, and there is a lot of fake stuff. I know that if I want to break a story here for our particular company, I've got to have three sources. And I've come pretty close to getting three sources, and I've still had stories that do not go. Um, yeah, and you know, and you yeah. know what? I mean, the person who wrote this article, you know, basically said what's been said uh, Hundreds of times, you know, I, I follow news, I'm here in Washington, and been reported hundreds of times in papers that the White House is dysfunctional, that, that this is a mm-hmm. manic president, that there's a lot of opposition to him within his own team, that he's an egomaniac. That's, and that was the gist of what this guy wrote. And, uh, and all those other stories I'm talking about saying that, they're all from, quoted from White House insiders as well. So I'm wondering, what the heck was new here? And what, why is everybody going so crazy about this? Um, I will say the New York Times created a media sensation by, by breaking precedent with their history sure. and doing this and are getting a lot of attention for it. Well, they are. And certainly they would have had an awful lot of lawyers looking at that piece. They must have had several editorial meetings saying, you know, what do we do? I'm not sure what their decision-making was other than to kind of tag on to what Bob Woodward, um, you know, was doing, which is a much different scenario because even though his sources aren't named, he's got recordings and he can back it up. Well, you know what happened? Um, There's the uh, opinion uh, editorial section of the newspaper and there's a news section. And from what I've learned that the... um, the opinion, the editorial section of the newspaper made this decision on their own. They didn't even go to the news site. So the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing. And uh, I think the people in the editorial and the uh, news section are, are a little little annoyed. I mean, like I say, this should have been a news story. You know, uh, a lot of times they will quote anonymous sources on, on the news side of the operation and say, you know, uh, we've talked to many, many people. We don't want to be named, but uh, this is what they're, what they're saying. And that's what they should have done uh, with this, and it wouldn't have. <laughs> it, it would have been just uh, normal. I mean, uh, like I say, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a big uh, revelation. The the part that the interesting part of the story was that the guy said that at, at one point in time, many many months ago, there, there was a talk among the team about you know, hey, how can we get rid of this president? This guy is really really dangerous. Uh, but uh, that that moment passed, and uh, they're, they're not they're not even doing that anymore. Would the Globe and Mail have allowed you to go ahead with a piece like that? Why? Would they have? Would the Globe and Mail have oh, let you go with that? No, I, I don't think the Globe has ever run a, uh, a uh, anonymous uh, op-ed article, not, at least not from political officials. I mean, the New York Times has run the odd 
anonymous op-ed piece, but it hasn't, hasn't been from something as serious as a top government official criticizing the, the president of the United States. Sure, and putting your feelings or our feelings aside for the president, this to me is not even about uh, Trump necessarily. To me, it is about uh, under, undermining democracy, because whether you like the guy or not, he was elected by the public. Uh, and if you want to oust the guy and you do work for him, you either quit and write an article or you just quit and walk away, no? Yeah, you have some guts. You don't be a coward and, and hide behind uh, anonymity. And, you know, what also bothers me about this article, now that the jewel of, of American journalism mm-hmm. has done this, yeah. has invited, has given someone the cloak of anonymity, other newspapers are going to feel free to do the same. And, right. uh, you know, and, and they'll go to somebody in the Canadian government, a high official, and say, hey, you know, we won't use your name. Why don't you write a piece for us? Yeah. And uh, if that, that starts, that's a really bad trend. That will really hurt the, the credibility of newspapers. Okay, so how do you stop that? Because it's all about dollars and cents. And you and I both know that this business gets harder every day. It gets harder to get eyeballs, ears, you name it. How do you stop that slippery slope? Well, one thing the New York Times uh, shouldn't complain about is uh, is eyeballs, because as you know, uh, Donald Trump is a news-making machine sure. on a daily basis, right? And he... He has generated more circulation, uh, more readership for the New York Times, the Washington Post, these big institutions than ever. So they, they've got a lot, lot to thank him for from that point of view, and they really don't have to go to, to that extent uh, to try and uh, attract uh, readership. So can they then repair themselves? Because, you know, CNN has been enemy number one to Mr. Trump, and I have a feeling New York Times just eclipsed that, because he's now going to use them as a punching bag every single probably hour of the day. And, and, and he is. They're, yes. uh, they're really going after the Times, which is too bad because the Times, as I say, is really a responsible newspaper. Uh, CNN can be criticized because if you look at their panels, they have uh, usually far more people from the liberal side of the equation than the conservative side. But the New York Times does try and, 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 and be, you know, it's a liberal, uh, um, uh, centrist liberal institution, but it does try and be uh, and be fair-minded, and the reporters like Maggie Haberman there and, and others are just uh, outstanding. And so they're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be closed off from a lot of stuff going on at the White House, and it's not going to help them. Any of it stick? I mean, I don't, I don't really think that this changes anything for Trump. Anyway, I don't think it changes anything as to what people think or do think or don't think. Or I mean, to me, it doesn't move the story. It doesn't move the ball forward. It sure does move the ball back, though, for our industry. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't move the ball forward because uh, we knew uh, basically all this stuff about uh, about Trump. And, you know, I mean, in any government I've covered, there's been people in the inner sanctum who, who wanted to thwart the worst instincts mm-hmm. of, the, of, the, of the prime minister or the president. That's what they're there for. And, and people have tried to stop Trump from doing this. Now, he's an exceptional case, I agree. But, I mean, again, it, it just wasn't uh, all that uh, unusual. And... Um, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm just surprised that uh, the New York Times was the was the paper that actually did it, and I'm and I'm hoping that uh, the Washington Post and others uh, don't uh, follow suit. Stay tuned; you'll still have something to write about. I'm almost sure of it. Thank you so much for joining me, Lawrence. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. I, I enjoyed it. That is Lawrence Martin joining us out of Washington tonight. Washington is the place to be. Very busy. The swamp on fire. From point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is. Global News Radio.